For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike, how's it going? It's good, bud. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic, dude. I am, uh, uh, as you like to say, I'm living the dream. So I'm taking over for nice. you this week. Living the dream, Beautiful. you know? I mean, I'm also living a dream. So here we are. Fantastic. You know, I know summer is starting to wind down. You know, we're getting to the end of August. I know you're excited because you're not a big fan of the heat. Yep. I, I'm a fall kid. All about them leaves. Oh boy. Yes. No, I, uh, I am, I'm a little sad. I get a little sad towards the end of the summer, to be honest. I I don't know if it's like the old, old school thing when you're young, when you're like, Oh no, Mm -hmm. I got to go back to school or whatever it is. But, uh, I still feel that as a, as a a 40 year old man. So. Yeah. I mean, I do too. Right. We get up here in the North here. It all of a sudden it starts to get colder. The days are shorter, you know, snow's coming soon. And, it's more of a depressing season for sure. So I definitely feel that as summer kind of starts to come to an end, but yeah. And it all happens so damn fast too. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's like people always talk about how, Oh, you know, you know, people from like warm places, they're like, Oh, it's so nice to have the seasons. It's like, well, the old joke is we got two seasons, 
winter and construction. Yep. But, um, you know, honestly though, it does seem like our springs and our falls like are just shorter and shorter. It's like, it goes from mm-hmm. cold as fuck to hot as fuck. And that's it. So yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan. It's been kind of nice lately because we've kind of had these extended falls at least. Spring has been kind of short, but like it just right. goes from zero to a hundred with like, oh, nice fall all the way up through almost like Christmas. And then it's just like snow and cold immediately. I know. Yeah, well, the world's uh, the world's pretty messed up right now. Um, true that. And yeah, that's true. true that. Well, Mike, um, last week we had a pretty big week. Uh, Huge. There's quite a bit to talk about, but I'd like to start with the third Megadeth single. Oh, yeah. Um, because they're two for two. What did you think of this one? Uh, I think this one's about a half. So we're about yeah. two and a half for three. Uh, yeah, this one, I, I agree. It, it kind of falls off in, into more of the... Megadeth thrash metal-y tropes that the band has. Yeah. I think the lyricism's kind of bland and not there, but the riffs are still cool. So, I mean, that's what we're here for, right? Yeah, this one felt a little bit less inspired than the first two, mm-hmm. um, but it's okay. I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Two yep. and a half out of three, I will take it, and I'm sure that Megadeth record will have a couple more bangers. So, oh, we know. There well. you go. There you go. All right, well, getting back into some of the records from last week, we got quite a... Quite a big week, actually. And when I look mm-hmm. back, I was like, damn, a lot of good stuff. Uh, what would you like to talk about first? Uh, I think we should start this off how we normally start this off. Uh, talking about that number one, the yeah. new record Gold by Unprocessed. A uh, bit longer than I expected, honestly. Yeah. Coming in at like 57 minutes. But this thing is just immaculate and so well done. And I love this record and I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it's easy to be obsessed with this record. It's the it's the kind of record you can listen to on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, you could play for somebody that has like a whole bunch of cool patches on a jacket at a metal show, or like you know what, play it in the car with your mom. Yep. This record really has everything. It's it's amazing how each song has its own like it. It always they always grow in a certain way. You know, mm-hmm. they they start off with this kind of vibey sort of mellow intro, and then like it just takes this journey. Every single song on this record. Yeah, and you kind of never know what you're going to get. Really well. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful record. It's very different. I don't think I've really heard anything quite like this. Just mm-hmm. the way that they incorporate that kind of virtuosic, virtuosic, is that the word? Uh, pl- yeah. Guitar playing, you know, along with, with some really cool kind of pop sensibility. And then the occasional kind of like throw in some kind of genty, you know, proggy metal in there. It's really, mm-hmm. it's really a cool record. Yeah, there's some real like jazzy elements in here, I think, where they kind of just disregard what you expect them to do. And they just really go with the lyricism and base the songwriting off of that and how it needs to flow with the song. I think it led to this record feeling a bit less cohesive than their last efforts when they were a bit more of a standard progressive metal band. Right. But I think that this record's a really really good stepping point for the band where they've really found this sound. And I think that they can kind of rein it back in with what really works and what really doesn't and make a really cool, cohesive effort with the next one as well. No, I think this is a fantastic record and a really great pick at number one, because Mm -hmm. this is not, you know, this is not a huge, hugely popular band. You know, this isn't, uh, uh, you know, some of the other records we're about to talk about, but this is like really, really, really good and important. And it's great to shed some light on this. 
just a super talented band. So it's that's what it's really we do great here, to see baby. It at the top of the list. That's right, baby. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? next? Oh, okay, I- I'll go. I'll go. Um, how about this Heart of Gold record? This this really um, is really under the radar right now as mm-hmm. well. Um, this is obviously we talked about it last week, but this is the side project of Michael, who is does the clean vocals for Being Is an Ocean. Um, I really, when I dove in this record, I really enjoyed it too. I kind mm-hmm. of in a similar way as Unprocessed. Like I had, I had some of the same feelings, um, mm-hmm. but just in a different way. This obviously is more emo, but um, has this kind of dream pop element. I also didn't really pick up on this, the 1975 influence until I heard the full length. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some of that in there too, but, yeah. but this, this is really, really, really good. And uh, I think a lot of people are, are maybe skipping over this or don't know about it. So this is why we need to make sure people are listening to this Heart of Gold uh, full length. Yeah, I agree full heartedly. I think it's an absolutely amazing record. Uh, there are some points on it that I wasn't expect. Like I wasn't expecting any being as an ocean on this, but no. at some points you kind of see subtle nods to the band as well, just in the, songwriting style and the lyricism and things along those lines where I kind of hear that or like some lines and I don't have anything to kind of pull up in a reference. Right. But there are just some portions where I think, Oh, that the way the cadence of the vocals went or how this lyric is written really kind of ties the two bands together in a cool way that I wasn't expecting. Totally. Cause the singles were a lot more poppy than I think the rest of the album kind of showed. There are definitely some more emo uh, influences on the record. Yeah. And I think it works. It overall works just super well. I think this record's incredible. Absolutely. What do you want to talk about next? Your your turn. My turn? Let's just talk about this Royal Coda record. How did you think it went? Oof. It's amazing. It is quite uh, good. Just, just these guys just don't miss. This whole scene, this whole Swancore scene. I mean, it's just like, you know, they just... They should just have like take everybody in all these bands and have like a draft and form another band, you know, like a. I'm pretty sure <laughs> like that's fantasy, how they do like it. A, like a fantasy football league because this is just so good. I mean, this is like yeah. If, if you enjoyed the Dance Gavin Dance record or you didn't, um, whatever, listen to this. This mm-hmm. this is ten incredible songs, uh, and it's just like there's so much going on. But I'm just really impressed with Kurt Travis on this thing. Like he. Man, like that guy is just a monster on vocals. Like I just he love really the is. character of his voice. I love I love everything about it. And, and yeah, this is just so so well crafted. Everyone else in this band is just super talented that they know how to play to that strength too. That's because it it, it definitely is Swancore, right? But it's not like the Dance Given Dance where just everything is over the top so much and it works that way because everything is. They really know how to ebb and flow the instrumentals the same way that Kurt's vocals do mm-hmm. and kind of play to those strengths. It's like a more vibey Dance Given Dance, right? But like, I really love this record. Totally, man. Yeah, it's it's a little less like like balls like balls to the wall. You mm-hmm. know, um, it's it's got like a little bit more kind of... Um, uh, subtleties here and there that that kind of make the make the record really enjoyable mm-hmm. from start to finish. And yeah, I, I mean, I put this on. I just kind of like I got a little bit lost in it, honestly. And yeah. uh, and I really like it. So yeah, man. I, I hope this band can can continue to do uh, more and more things and and tour and do do everything they should do because this is this is great for sure. Uh, two more records I wanted to talk about. Um, this record from the Halo Effect. Did you spin it? I did. 
It's incredible. It's, very, it's, it's really good. It's very in flames. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> more so than the singles even. And I was like, wow. More um, so than in flames is anymore, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, that's so true. It's really funny. Yes. If you, if you like old in flames, like this is more like in flames than in flames. Uh, yeah. So check out the new record from not in flames, but halo effect. So yeah, that's, I think this that's straight great, up. Though. It's, it's yeah. I, time. I like it, man. If you're into that style of music, you're going to love this thing. For sure. And did you check out the Norma Jean record? I did. Um, uh, actually, this is this is one I really want to talk about. I, mm-hmm. I uh, was thoroughly impressed with this album. Really? This what what I thought was cool about this record is, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a like a huge Norma Jean guy. Like I buy all their records and I study them or anything. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm familiar with the band. We've done some shows with them over the years and stuff. This kind of seemed to me like sort of like a greatest hits of every era of the band. You know, yeah, there's some I can stuff that. that sounds like it could be on Oh God. It sounds like some stuff like even from the Rick, really the, the first record before uh, um, Corey was even in the band, um, not to mention some of the more vibey stuff of, of you know, their recent albums. Um, now, I didn't get into the lyrics. I don't know what, what this record is really about, but just listening to it through, um, there's a lot of really great textures on this album. Mm-hmm. I think it sounded... A little bit more like a Dillinger Escape Plan record than I've ever heard Norma Jean sound like. And I mean that in a good way where it's kind of a little bit more on the chaotic side of the band. Um, Yeah. The only thing, and I do agree like how you said, this is kind of a little bit of every Norma Jean kind of sprinkled in here. But like it kind of missed my favorite Norma Jean album because I really love Polar Similar and I think that's the best work the band's ever done. And I didn't really get any of those vibes from this record but i still think it's pretty good yeah no definitely the 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 technical metal dillinger escape plan style stuff like that reminds me a lot of their old stuff like the oh god the aftermath Mm -hmm. uh uh, era of the band a little bit and i did hear that here and there which which i think the i think fans are gonna really like this record um and yeah man it's it's impressive put this together i thought some of the some of the tones like sonically some of the guitar tones Mm -hmm. uh are really cool um you know and like not to say that I don't think you hear cool guitar tones on records anymore because you hear them more than ever, but I think that it is a little safe sometimes. People just kind of plug it in, yeah. you know, uh, a digital amp, you know, a plug-in, and those those all sound great. But, like, when you hear that, you know it's just an amp in a room turned all the way up, uh, and it's mm-hmm. feeding back, and it's got this crazy tone. I really respect when a band uh, when a band goes for that, and there's there's a lot of this on the Stormer Jean record, so... For sure. Yeah, that pretty much sums up everything I had to talk about. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? The only thing I'd like to bring up is that the Goo Goo Dolls record is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's listening to it. I can't believe how low the plays are on Spotify. I haven't gotten a chance yet. I've been I've been it, obsessed with Unprocessed. It's insanely low. I, I don't I don't know if anybody actually list like listens to new music from the Goo Goo Dolls. Like I think people Probably like not. Iris and name and slide long way down or whatever the big tunes are. And they, I know they play like amphitheaters and, but the new record, no one's listening to it. It's like, it's pretty good. Honestly, like if you like Jimmy Eat world, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like a, a, mm-hmm. a more like a, a toned down Jimmy Eat world. It's, it's a lot more like that than I think people, people think. So anyway, uh, I respect the Goo Goo Dolls. For sure. I mean, they've got even the bass player songs aren't bad this time. So wow, yeah, there you go. Love it. 
Um, I also just want to talk about real quick. Did you get a chance to listen to the new Enter Shikari song with Orgasm? I didn't. Oh, oh my God. that was on my list. It's incredible. I think it's... Oh. So uh, Rao kind of stated that this is going to be like Stop the Clocks, where this is a one-off single kind of in between albums and they're working on writing the next album, right? But I think yep. this song is just absolutely incredible. It's super cool. It kind of goes back to... It's a really nice blend of like modern and old Enter Shikari because there's like an actual breakdown in this, which I think is really neat and something that the band hasn't done in a while. And there's also a dub breakdown, which hasn't been done since like the tribalism, like um, like that era, right? Uh, yeah. Flash Flood of Color. So I was really excited with that. It is definitely not the kind of popular sound that we've mainly gotten from the band lately. Uh, and obviously like, uh, the song was written with Wargasm in mind. It's not just like, a, oh, they come in for a chorus or something right. like that. Like, they are all over this song, and I think it's super, super well done. Awesome. Yeah, I got to check it out, but I'm glad we're uh, talking about Shikari again. New music. Um, I know they're one of your favorites, Mike. Oh, yeah. Probably top five, I would say. Awesome. Honestly. Awesome. Okay. Well, that was last week. You can see it's a big week. Lots to talk about. If you missed the episode, you can go back and listen to that as well. Um, and I think it's time to get into this week. How many we got, Mike? How many? What's our top? We got nine this week. Ooh, a big, another big another week. Big Very week. big week. Um, let's go. Top nine. Let's kick it off with number nine. All right. Uh, number nine, we've got the new record, Viva Las Vengeance by Panic of the Disco. Uh, Brandon Yuri and Friends at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I think these songs are kind of okay at best. And I'm hoping for a couple good songs on the record that aren't singles, but we'll see how they go. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, you know, you know what? The thing about Panic! The Disco is they, they've, they've hit this like just insane popularity in the last few years. Mm -hmm. um, the people, people forget that, you know, cause it's been a while now since they put up mu new music, but high hopes was the last thing they released, you know, and that's yeah. the biggest, the biggest panic of the disco song, like by far, like this, this propelled them even further, you know, into the mainstream. Mm -hmm. um, I think what's really interesting though, is like, they still kind of do what they do, you know? And, and it like, sure. It's evolved a little bit from the fallout boy style pop punk, but like, yeah, there's some, some weirdness some of the, to it still. Some of the, yeah, some of the weirdness, they, they do what they want. Some of the lyrics, like I love the, um, the single, I think it's called local God. Where are you? Oh man, that, that was my least um, favorite one. <laughs> I just love the lyrics. I love the, I love that he talks about like, you got a BC rich in 98 and I don't know. I just, I like that. It's a little bit self-aware. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like, I like that. It's just, it's just still, you know, I don't know. It was him still being creative, still like, you know, talking about where he came from and what, and who he is. And I, I think that that's a really, a really important thing. Um, when you kind of get to this point where obviously like, you know, this is mainstream shit. Like the record labels mm -hmm. must be breathing down his back. Um, you know, oh, oh, we want, we want another high hopes. We want another high hopes. Like that's a lot of pressure. So I, I think it's really cool that these first four singles have kind of their own vibe. that's a little bit different. And, um, that I feel like the whole record's going to be like this and I welcome it, man. I can't believe it's a number nine. I thought it'd be like a top three. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're going to see how it goes with the record together, but yeah. the singles just didn't speak to me and we've got 
this happens every week, right? You've got so many good albums. Something's got to be last on the list, right? Yep. No, no, of course, of course. And something's got to be left off the list, which I left a bit off the list too. Yeah, no, it's crazy. You know, it's, it's, it is kind of crazy. Like they haven't even put out that many records really, mm-hmm. you know, um, for a band that's, that their first record came out 17 years ago, they haven't put out that many records. So, yep. Anyway. Anyway, moving on, that number eight. eight. We've got the new record, Skin of My Teeth by Demi Lovato. Uh, she's taking her kind of pop act and moving it more into the rock sector. Uh, yep. I think... I think that these records kind of succeed, or these records, these songs kind of succeeded where the Panic of the Disco ones kind of failed a little bit, where these feel a little bit more personal to me. Mm -hmm. She talks a lot about her history with substance abuse on these, and I think that she's always been an artist who has done that, but kind of using the rock and punk uh, aspect of it, like she worked with uh, Alicia Vigil on as the guitar player on this record and i think it just fits super well with the themes that she's talking about and i really like these singles i think they're bangers yeah i got a lot of respect for her and and that she's putting herself out there and yeah it's her you know it seems like everybody knows about her struggles Mm -hmm. you know um and and like yeah it's good on her to really be able to 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 feel like she has some support, I think, from the public at this point. I think that mm-hmm. that's really important. And I think it's also important, you know, for other people that are kind of struggling to be able to to know that that's someone that's, you know, seemingly had it all put together and everything, you know, for so many years mm-hmm. was struggling and that a lot of people behind the scenes are. So I think it's really, really great that she's that she's doing this. And, and um, you know, this is not a small artist. I, mm-hmm. I checked on Spotify today, number 89 in the world yep. on Spotify. So it's a big deal. This is a big deal, this record. And it's always cool when some some things are getting shifted into the rock world a little bit to shine a little light on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the songs is like very, you know, very like Paramore style, you know, um, straight ahead kind of fast uh, pop punk. So I think that that's yep. cool. And we'll see what the whole record brings. Maybe a lot, Maybe a lot of stuff will be like that. Yeah, I think we're going to get quite a bit more of that stuff because um, she has been dealing with a lot of her own like gender issues as well, things along those lines. Right. So I think that this record's going to really come from a place of sincerity and I'm excited to hear it. 100%. 100%. That is Demi Lovato at number eight. All right, number seven. Number seven. We're coming in with a record I know Shane's excited for and I'm not as excited Mm. for new record true power for my prevail oh yeah you love these singles i know you do i'm just well there's only been two i i mm-hmm. thought the first one body bag was like really ripping i, I think it's really cool that this band just like they kind of seem to do what they want um you I know I, I i they don't really like they must have a lot of people telling them what to do what kind of music to make or whatever you know this is only their third album mm-hmm. um it which is pretty crazy too so for them to have, have grown into this this kind of monster rock band, you know, playing massive shows everywhere, um, you know, they're kind of like this generation's day to remember. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to see. And they've only released two singles, which is not very many. Yeah, I, so I, I kind of respect that. Only putting time. out two singles. Big time. Because like, you know, I, everyone's going to listen to this record when it comes out because everyone wants to see what the direction is. You've got Body Bag, which is 
you know, just a straight ass beater. And then you've got the, uh, uh, I forget the, this other singles, what it's called, but it's, it's more of a traditional kind of bad things. Yeah, exactly. More of a traditional kind of, uh, Octane, I sad boy kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what this record brings, but I think that's really cool that they are just like, nah, let's just do this few singles. We'll give a couple of them away. We don't want to give the whole record away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's awesome. Cause that's, you know, the analytics show the more singles, the more chart positions, you know? Yep. So, uh, they don't seem to care about that. So mad respect. I prevail. Um, I, I really like their last record, like a lot. I think hurricanes like an anthem. I, I, I can't say enough good things about this band. I know that for some reason they're polarizing, but not to me. I think they're awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to listen to this record. I think this band's fine. I really like them. They're instrumentals. I think that they're all really talented dudes. Uh, for me, it's just the lyricism and I don't really connect with it as much. And I don't know, there's a lot of bands in this kind of octane metalcore world realm at the moment. And I think I Prevail does it very well. And there are also a lot of other bands that do it very well that I just kind of connect with more and would rather put on most of the time. But I'm hoping to be surprised by this record uh, and maybe converted to an I Prevail fan. But we'll obviously see. The record Dude, comes out tomorrow. They're, so they're we'll local. They're your local heroes, man. Give them a chance. Okay? No, they're not. We came as Romans are my local heroes. <laughs> well, they're, I mean, they're, they're from down the street. I mean, I prevail is actually from closer to me than we car, but well, there you go. Okay. There you go. One of them was around when I was a teenager and one of them was around when I was not a teenager. So that's fair. That's fair. All right. We're going to move on to number six. Number six. So you spoke about body bag being an ass beater. Let's talk about some actual ass beaters coming out of Nashville, Tennessee. We've got the new record learning to dissolve by Orthodox. This is a hardcore band, uh, kind of smaller. If you're a fan of like sanction or chamber who we've talked about on this show, uh, you're going to absolutely love these. This, these singles are just heavy as hell. Absolutely pissed off. I love these songs. I was getting more like a black metal vibe from these. I wasn't getting a little super, bit of that. like hardcore vibes, but um, but definitely an interesting band. And yeah, I don't, I never heard of this band before. So this, I saw this in the playlist and was like, okay, this is interesting. So yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. But I don't, I don't really know what to much, really much, what to say about it because mm-hmm. I'm really unfamiliar with the band. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. There's all to say. It's just heavy as hell music, right? It's kind of like. I would almost say like portrayal of guilt too a little bit where it does mm-hmm. have that little bit of like traditional metal influence on the hardcore, but I don't know. I think this record's going to be great. I love these guys. Awesome. Yeah. That's orthodox at number six. All right. Let's get to number five. Number five, kind of a weird pick. I don't know a lot of people who are fans of this band, uh, despite how big this band is. Let me just look up real quick. Yeah. 1.5 million month listeners on Spotify. Uh, but it's the new record, Physical Thrills, by Silver Sun Pickups. Do you like these guys? Yeah, Silver Sun Pickups okay. is they're they're awesome. Um, you know, uh, this is a band that we used to get <laughs> compared to because we both we our names start Just with Silver. silver. Yeah. yeah, and I remember it was we were recording our third album. This would have been 2007, and they came out with this song called Lazy Eye. Such a banger. Uh, it was just, it was like massive. It was like everywhere. It got in Guitar Hero. It was huge. Yeah. And, and like that song, um, yeah, it was huge. And I remember back in the day too, part of why they got so popular is they were the only band on Metallica's management that wasn't Metallica. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Isn't that huh. weird as yeah. hell though? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Who do you manage? Well, Man- Metallica and Silver Sun Pickups, this like weird indie rock band. Mm-hmm. It was like Q Prime. It was super strange. Yep. So that was like a big claim to fame. But then, yeah, I mean, they kind of, I think after that, I don't believe they ever had any kind of mainstream success again. They've kind of stayed under the radar mm-hmm. as sort of this like yep. cult following band. And I'll be honest, I haven't really heard about them in a few years. Yep. Uh, they've kind of disappeared for a bit. I saw them, uh, I'm not going to say right before the pandemic, maybe a year or two before then, like 2017, 2018 with Third Eye Blind. It was just an absolutely great show. And I didn't put the singles on the playlist, so I know you haven't heard them. Uh, just because I was kind of debating and I made a last minute game time decision to toss them on the list because I'm really excited for this record. I think they've moved more from that kind of traditional indie into more of a shoegazy space. But they've mm-hmm. also, like, that's one or two songs. And then they've got one song that's kind of like a cool alternative song with a really heavy wah-pedaled guitar and just a lot of fun stuff. I think this band is super talented and they've got a real way on their records of kind of creating this ambiance and a feel for each record. So I'm excited to see how this one's going to go down. I think they're kind of an underrated band. Absolutely, man. That's, that's, I'm excited they're on the list and uh, excited there's a new album from them. So that is Silver Sun Pickups at number five. All right. Number four, we're going to Chicago and we're getting a little weird. Uh, what did you think of these singles by Russian Circles off of their new album, Genosis? You know, I've always liked Russian Circles. Um, you know, uh, for people that don't know, they're like an instrumental band uh, for the most part, kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, in that, you know, in that similar space. Post-metal, post-rock space, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, three-piece band, um, you know, virtuosic playing, uh, a little bit vibey, you know, a little bit ambient. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, probably, be, you know, a band that if you take drugs, you'd probably really like, you know, one of those kind of bands. Yeah. But I've always, I've always liked them. I've always had a lot of respect for them. They're a band that I always kind of forget about. I agree. I, I'm I in the same boat. I, I don't know like what it is. It's like when I want to listen to something instrumental, I just don't think about them. I don't know why, it's, um, but clearly I'm, I'm alone because this band is really popular and has a lot of, a lot of people listening to them, like on Spotify, for example. So, you know, this is a pretty big deal. I don't, they don't put it records all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's their first record in what, like seven years or something like that. Oh no, they had one in 2019. Sorry. Um, but the last one before that was 2016. Like it's not very yeah. often. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of those things too, where like I like to put on, if I'm putting on something instrumental, I typically try and think of something that's a little bit more calming. I'll put on like a Chan or a Polyphia, something like that. Right. Where it's a little bit more easy on the ears. Whereas this is definitely kind of a post metal, like doom metal, drone metal kind of thing where Yes, it's instrumental and there's no vocals or screams coming at you, but it's still very pressing and very kind of coming at you in that way, yeah. despite being kind of like pulled back, which I think is a really kind of cool spot to be in. And I don't know a lot of other bands that really kind of go for that sound. Um, most instrumental music, it's trying to kind of show off and noodle and say, oh, we don't need a vocalist because we're so talented at guitar or drums and things along those lines. And these guys don't really go for that. They're more about atmosphere building and just yes. being there, which yes, I think is yes. really cool. 
Yes, not that they not that they can't shred, but it's not as oh, like yeah. shred heavy as as some of the other instrumental bands where you're like where they feel like they have to depend on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. And also, um, they're not actually from Russia. Yeah, they're from uh, Chicago. You can you can support this. Don't worry, it's okay. Uh, Putin isn't getting any of your money if you stream or or buy the vinyl. Okay, it's just so you know. Perfect. We're good. Cool. All right, uh, we're getting into the top three already. Okay, man. Wow. Uh, what could it be? Top three. All right, number three, we're coming in with an EP, a split EP specifically. This has been out since Monday. We've got the new split EP, The Lost and the Longing by Alpha Wolf and Holding Absence, soon to be on tour with you guys. Yeah. This EP is absolutely incredible. This band, uh, this band, these bands are awesome. Um, I think it's cool. They're they're like in a slightly different space. Um, Quite a bit. You know, and they're from like very different know opposite ends of the world um holding absence being from england and alpha wolf being from australia um but it's cool they came together and that they collaborated as well Mm -hmm. on the cp um you know doing some features on each other's songs but i do i do think that the the shining the shining moment um of this is the 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 song coffin from holding absence um just this band just does not miss i i don't i don't know what else to say there's lucas woodland is just he's got to be the greatest singer to come out in the last, you know, half decade, uh, in our hey, scene. We've got vessel. Yeah. Vessel. Of course, vessels, uh, vessels impressive, but you know, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, pound for pound. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and I'm sure they know each other too, because they're, they're, you know, that English scene, I'm sure they know each other. Uh, but I, I, I don't know, man. I'll take I'll take Lucas pound for pound. No no offense to Vessel, whoever you are. Yeah, I, I think in an inter it's kind of interesting because I think Lucas could pull off Sleep Token, but I don't think Vessel could pull off Holding Absence. I think his yeah. voice is very very honed in for their sound, uh, whereas Lucas is just an absolute beast and can kind of fit a little bit of anything. But yeah, this yeah. whole EP is great. Um, I'm normally not as big of an Alpha Wolf fan. I think they're a really cool band, but I think these songs are some of their best work. Uh, and obviously, Holding Absence, just y- nobody can put a candle to them right now. Yeah, I- I'm all about them. I, I really think, um, I really think Hol- Holding Absence, like, like, I mean, they have one record out, right? Grace Physic of My Life, which was they have two. Oh, of course, yeah, they have they have two. I forgot, but the first one. But this is like their. This is their breakthrough album, if you will, mm-hmm. right? And they're they've just toured America for the first time. You know, the pandemic sort of, you know, delayed their success a little bit. But yeah, when this band puts out another record, it is just it's just going to explode. Oh yeah, it, I hope it I, does. I just love this band so much, and I love split EPs. You don't get that many split split you records don't. anymore. Um, so this is really cool too that 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 they're doing this. It's kind of a throwback to like the. You know, the 90s, the, the split seven inch or the, or mm-hmm. even the split CDs you used to get. So, which speaking of that, if you guys are listening, please press this on vinyl. I need it. The podcast? Yeah. If Alpha Wolf or Holding Absence are listening, please press this EP on vinyl because I need it. It's not on vinyl. That's weird. Maybe it will be. I know. I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be like a tour exclusive, something like that, or if they've got something planned for that later on. Who Maybe. But that would, that we'll would see. be cool. I mean, Record label doesn't usually get much out of a tour exclusive, um, but we'll see. I mean, yeah. hopefully they, they press it on wax. I mean, I don't I don't see why, but uh, but no, I was saying we should press the uh, podcast episodes on vinyl. That would be strange. 
<laughs> <laughs> but I've also seen weirder things pressed on vinyl. So, I don't know. Yeah. There, there's a whole market for like old school kind of like horror stories pressed on vinyl. I found about this recently, like Lovecraftian horror and like Dracula tales and like things like that, like old school novels pressed on vinyl records. I think it's cool. cool. I love it. I love it. Get a little spooky, right? Especially with the, with the record, making a little bit of noise, a little bit of crackling here and there. Exactly. The ambiance. I like that. I like that. All right. We got two more records. Uh, let's get to number two. So number two, one of my favorite melodic death metal bands of all time. We've got the new record, Overgiven Hatten. I butchered that by Soilwork. Uh, yeah. Just look up Soilwork. These singles are absolutely incredible. Um, it's so weird to me because Soilwork is such a album band, right? In the past, I've always enjoyed the singles, but I've enjoyed the songs more once they've been put on the album. So when I can kind of take songs by the band out of the album and say that they're incredible and then put them into their kind of cohesive effort, I just know that this thing is going to be an absolute monster uh, because this band A just doesn't miss and B, if all the pieces are great individually, I just know that they're going to knock it out of the park. I love this band so much. Yeah, man, been a band a long time. This is uh, apparently their twelfth album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really interesting though. Is so I always liked Soilwork. Um, their early stuff was was pretty groundbreaking at the time when I heard it when I was you know in high school. Yep. Um, but th- I really like this Night Flight Orchestra project too that the singer mm-hmm. is involved with. Yep. Um, and I think since I heard that that record or records from Night Flight Orchestra, I've enjoyed Soilwork more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is if I've like heard some different potential or something within them, but I've kind of like, it's gotten me more into the new, newer soil work albums. Um, I can see but that. Regardless, I think that this is uh, always exciting when they put out a record and a band that's, you know, they've gone, they've had their, they've had their ups and downs um, over their career and they've had their stylistic changes. Mm-hmm. But when you go back, it's kind of one of those bands like when you go back and even if like at the time you were like, eh, I don't know about this record. You kind yeah, of go like, back and then you sort of get it later. It's weird, you know? Like, what record is it? The Ride Majestic. I hated that record in 2015. You ask me now, and it's my favorite Soil Work album. Because it's weird, right? It's yeah, like this like band at, is kind of ahead of, the, ahead of the game. At that time, I wasn't really like looking for conceptual storytelling records, and it just kind of felt weird to me. Because it was like, okay, there's no real clear choruses or verses. Like everything's kind of a verse and it just like goes and goes and goes. But now like I listen to that record and I'm just like, oh, this is fucking incredible. Like, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. What a band. Uh, Soil work. Um, Classic. New record. It's exciting. Very exciting. Love it. All right. Well, that's eight of our top nine. We're going to get into the number one release of the week right after these important messages. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. That we are. 
we're back. We're back from the important messages. They were important. I hope you listened to them. Uh, that means a lot if you did. And uh, we're going to get into our number one album of the week. Mike, take it away. So I put this record at number one because I think that it does everything that it wants to do perfectly. And it's probably going to be the reason that I'm not going to have a place to live tomorrow morning because I'm going to destroy my house. Uh, it's the new <laughs> record, Dedication to Flesh by Spite. Every single one of these songs is a certified ass beater. Um, like, this band is just on a complete other level from merging kind of deathcore and hardcore together and just making songs that make you want to just destroy everything. Like, this is right up your alley. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love Spite. Um, yeah, I mean, this band, they haven't been a band that long. Like, I, I want to say they've only been, a, like, maybe five years um, but they, they kind of came out, kind of took the world by storm. Everyone was paying attention and it's not like this. It's not like they're redefining mm-hmm. death core here. They're not like, they're not doing anything that you've really oh, this said. Oh, I've never album, heard actually. this huh. before. The fourth album now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you're, it's not like you haven't heard this before, but it has never quite been done this well before. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about if it's just the it's Darius's voice. It's yeah, yeah, everything. It's yeah, so it's there's something well about it that's just like a different level of chaos. Um, every part is kind of like catchy and fun, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like you just I, like I listen to this band, I just have this like stupid look on my face. Yeah, like I'm just it's exciting to listen to this band. I, I don't like, know what it is. Um, you're I love listening. the name. I love everything about. It. I love the the imagery. This band is cool. You're like listening, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool." There's like this is the breakdown of the song. There's no way it gets heavier. And then all of a sudden, Darius just summons some evil portion in his like stomach, and all of a sudden the song is just lower and heavier and slower, and it just it does what you exactly what you want it to do. Right. Where you're like, oh man, I need a beatdown portion. There it is. Oh man, I yep. need a breakdown. There's a breakdown. Back to the chorus, please. Back to the chorus. Like it is so, it's formulaic in a way, but everything just curtails and fits so well to what they're trying to do that it's just absolutely incredible. And I think this is going to be my favorite deathcore record of the year. I, I didn't originally think that because like the first two singles, like they were good, but like I, I thought, you know, these are going to be the good songs and the rest is going to be kind of like traditional deathcore, but like every single song is just getting me. And I think that this record is just absolutely incredible. Yeah. They find a way of like sort of knowing where to pick their spots mm-hmm. to do something cool. Like whether it's like, okay, we're going to like throw this cool guitar riff in here. It's like they, they know where to put it where it's not like where some bands it's like, oh, this is a cool guitar riff. We're going to play it like for the entire song. You know, or whatever. We're going to play it over and over and over again. It's like, when you hear it over and over again, then it's like not special anymore. They just have a way of like, of like continuing to, to, to build their songs up in a way that like keeps it super, super interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, they're not reinventing the wheel, but you don't have to. They're just doing, they're just doing it better than anybody else right now in the genre. And it's, uh, Mm -hmm. it's exciting. I don't even know where this band is from. Are they American? Um, Yeah, they are. They're from Southern California. Okay. That's just all yeah. I could find. I don't know a specific. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, doesn't matter. Southern California. There you go. Look at that. They got it all. They're a great band and they get to 
hang out in the sun and, and you know, I don't know, go surfing. It's really nice. So heavy. Good for them. I love this band. Good for them. Spike number one. What a list. Wow. Well, yeah, we have to do a recap. This is a crazy list. We're starting. We had Demi Lovato in there. We had, we have Spite, Soil Work, uh, Holding Absence. It's all over the place. Let's, let's give a quick recap over at number nine. Number nine, we've got the new record Viva Las Vengeance by Panic at the Disco. Okay, number eight. We've got the new record Skin of My Teeth by Demi Lovato. Number seven. We've got the new album True Power by I Prevail. Number six. We've got Learning to Dissolve by Orthodox. Mm-hmm, number five. We've got Physical Thrills by The Silver Sun Pickups. The Silver Sun Pickups, nice. Uh, four. We've got the new record Gnosis, Genosis by Russian Circles. However you want to say that, I'm sure. It's the fine. Russian Circles. Number f- uh, three? Three, number three. We've, yeah, we've got the new EP, The Lost and The Longing, split EP with Alpha Wolf and Holding Absence. Love it. Number two? Number two, we've got the new record Overgivenheiten by Soilwork. Mm-hmm. And the number one album of the week is? Dedication to Flesh by Spite. Dedication to flesh. All right. Right on brand. Right on brand. I love it. Ready for those honorable mentions? Yeah. Yeah. Great list, Mike. Great. Thanks for putting that together. Um, let's get into the honorables. Uh, how many we got? We got 19. How many dishonorable mentions? Any? Uh, one. That's usually it's reserved for Silverstein. But uh, okay, let's let's get into the honorable mentions. 19 of them. I am ready. All right, let's talk about the dishonorable mention once. If you care about it, there's a new Five Finger Death Punch record. Oh boy. Oh, an album? Yeah. Oh man, I'll, I'll put it on for the LOLs. <laughs> God, they're touring <laughs> with some country artist too. I don't know. Oh no. It, it all looks weird. Oh um, boy. But anyways, uh, first up, kind of a weird thing, uh, but Starset's doing a new song with Breaking Benjamin. And I can't remember, mm, cool. it's either a new song or it's a song off their first record that they're redoing. I can't recall. Interesting. Well, it's two two bands that I respect that are mm-hmm. kind of the the ones that are propping up the radio space currently. So uh, For sure. let's get, let's do it. I love it. Uh, in a really cool thing, uh, Red Fang has put out a new single and I forget the name of the record this is for, but it's a compilation of a bunch of those... Bands kind of like Red Fang, right? Uh, but it's for Dungeons and Dragons new expansion pack. And it's all <laughs> like songs influenced really? by the themes of the uh, the new items and everything like that going on in the game, which I think is super cool as someone who plays D&D, uh, as someone who loves Red Fang and bands like this. Uh, it's just super sweet. Nice. I hope they're doing a music video. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. We love Red Fang here. Uh Another one, um, it's a week that is happening before Buried Alive releases their new album, so you know we're getting another Buried Alive single. Nice. Uh, we've got a new single from Magnolia Park, super cool upcoming pop punk band. Got a oh. new song from Rivals, so make sure you check that out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love Rivals here. Uh, we've got a new song from Cult, that's C-V-L-T-E, the kind of uh, metalcore, emo, rap, Fusion Project, whatever you want to call it. These guys are great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, New single from Heart Attack Man, 
who's probably about the angriest, most in-your-face pop-punk punk band you've ever seen. They're so weird. But I like yeah, them. I dig them. Uh, we've got a new single from Lake Ghosts, so make sure you check that out. Yeah. We've got a new single from the upcoming Behemoth record, which we absolutely oh. love to hear. Uh, new single from Dr. Acula, so make sure you check that out. Back, back, Dr. Acula, back from like 06. Crazy. Know, right? Crazy. Uh, That's the name I didn't think I was going to hear again, but I'm I'm into it. I've got a new single from Distant, super cool deathcore band. Uh, new single from Young Culture, which is some super cool up and coming pop punk. Uh, the Gloom in the Corner, the newest signing on Sharp Tone Records, has another single coming off from their upcoming records. Make sure you check that out. Yeah. Uh, we've got a new single from The Dangerous Summer, so make sure you check that out. Mm, absolutely. Um, some fans of this band might see that they have recently completed LP3, and I'm not 100% sure on this, but I've heard rumors of a new movement song tomorrow. Oh, boy. So it's time for sad boy hours. Get ready. I think we're ready for one. It's been, it's been a little while. I'm ready. I love that live album they put out earlier this year. That was so well done. Cool. Um, I've got a new song from Holy Fawn off their upcoming record. This is the third single. Uh, this band never ceases to disappoint me, and I'm super, super excited to hear this record in two weeks. All right. Uh, Electric Callboy. They've delayed their record by a week, uh, okay. but we're getting another new single because of it. So this one's called Hurricane, I believe. Make sure you check it out. Watch the video, of course. Don't just listen to the song. Um, of course. It's great stuff. Uh, Ocean's 8 Alaska. New song tomorrow. Pretty excited. Uh, also announcing the album tomorrow. And I don't know about you, but I think it's kind of weird to release an album on a Thursday in two weeks. It is weird. But we'll take it because I love Ocean's 8 Alaska and I'm really excited for this record. Yeah, I, I don't really understand why you would release it on, on a Thursday in, in case like, unless you're like, you're just trying to stand to try to stand out or something you know what if I mean? there's like, like something with the record too i don't know i have i mean obviously i haven't heard it right but maybe there's like some reference to september 1st or something who knows oh but, yeah maybe it's it's interesting or maybe somebody just got the days mixed up and accidentally yeah. put september 1st in the calendar and they're like oh shit i thought it was a friday yeah i mean it's Oops. on itunes and it says nine one so <laughs> yeah i don't know who knows um and then obviously the last honorable mention the boys the prodigal sons of Deathcore have returned. We have a new song from Oceano, and it is quite possibly up there with Lorna Shore in spite as the heaviest shit to be released this year. This song wow. is absolutely incredible. Um, the entire song is heavy as hell, and then the breakdown hits at about the third minute, and, and maybe like two and a half, because the song's only three minutes. Uh, but like, Two and a half minutes in, this breakdown comes in and ends the song. And it, oh my God, it's just so fucking good. I love Oceano. I'm so excited they're back. Adam Warren's a great dude. Uh, make sure you check out this new song. And if you haven't yeah. heard of the band, check out all their old stuff because it's incredible. Absolutely. And a band, I feel like when they were kind of, you know, full on doing it, they were like a little under the radar. They like were I always super thought they, under I always radar. thought they should have been, been way bigger. So nobody was looking um, for like proggy deathcore, but like now it's the thing. So like yeah. they come back and they're like, hey, we were doing this a while ago. Let's just keep doing it. And like 
they're like already right at the top again. Like I love, I love this it. band. I'm super stoked that they're back. That's exciting. Oceano. Yes. Check out this new single and I will do the same. Yeah. Music video for it's great too. Oh, great. Wonderful. Well, Mike, that's, ex that's exciting. we got a lot of great honorable mentions um, yeah. and a lot of great records. Nine. Crazy. I know, right? I'm stoked. Good week. It's a great week. And we will be back again next week to discuss uh, all the other records and that are coming out and the ones we just talked about. So make mm -hmm. sure you don't miss next week. Uh, we'll be back again, just like we are every Friday. Yep. And if you uh, want Mike, the I hope list. you have an awesome. I hope you have an awesome week. I'll try. Oh yes, make sure you if, go to yeah. Mike's Instagram at Slappy Slam for the whole list, as always. And uh, thanks again, bud. Yeah, thank you, bud. It was always great talking to you. I love it. Oh, and uh, people, go see us on tour. Uh, oh, yeah. Silverstein, Amity Affliction, Holding Absence, Unity Texas. Actually, Unity Texas has a new song uh, coming out uh, today as well. Do they? So cool. they they do a new single. So yeah, check that out. They'll be on tour opening um, opening for us. And um, that's me updating the list right now. We are good. That's good. And we are um, uh, touring all over the U.S. and we're playing Toronto, Montreal. So if you're in wherever you are in North America, come check it out. VIP.SilverSteamMusic.com. Movement song confirmed. I just found the album art. Look at that. You heard it here first. Well, maybe not because it's Wednesday here, but oh, Thursday here. But uh, yes, New Movements, check it out. They're a great band. For sure. All right. We're going to leave it at that. Thanks, Mike. See ya. We'll see y'all later. <laughs>